Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Hey, and welcome back to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast and YouTube channel with me, Johnny Pardo. I've got a very special episode today, and I'm going to be talking to my good friend, John Martin. John from Manchester. And... Hello. Hey, John. And John is going to be sharing some of his story um, and some of the struggles he's had in the past. Um, and that, but now he's very, very strong in his personal growth. He started up a nutrition business and various good health habits. So we're going to be talking to John today. And I want, as usual, to kind of relate this back to self-esteem and very much I'm of the belief that good habits um, can shape how you feel about yourself. So we're going to be covering a little bit of that in John's story as well. So I'd like to um, introduce John. So John, welcome. Hello. How are you doing, Johnny? You good, um, mate? I'm great. Thanks, mate. Um, cool. Great to have you Thank on the you show. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, cool. Thank you. No problem. So um, John, kind of, I, I've kind of done a, a brief introduction there. Um, would you mind just kind of like sharing with people a little bit about you, a little bit about your past story and what you sort of do now? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. Well, um, uh, I'll start it right from the beginning and I'll go through quickly. Um, when I was four years old, I was run over by a 16 ton wagon, um, breaking Ouch. several bones in my body and living. Um, so yeah, one nil to me, I win. Um, then when I was six, uh, my parents got divorced. Uh, and then from that, um, I didn't really speak to my mother very much as a child and, uh, and I ended up living with my father, my dad got full custody. We moved to Manchester from London when I was 11, uh, started up a whole new life in Manchester, which was really a godsend. And from the age of 11, due to my traumatic past, uh, I found the escape of emotion um, by the way of cannabis. And then from cannabis through my teens and into the age of 18, um, it started with ecstasy, gas, um, trips, LSD, stuff like that. And then, uh, and then when I was 18, I lost my mother. Uh, my mother passed away. Um, I wasn't really in concert with my mother, but it still hurt just as much. And um, I then, a year after that, I found my, uh, the devil that they call cocaine. Um, I was a cocaine addict for 20 years, uh, sorry, 19 years on nine or ten months um don't get that wrong and then uh and then after that i found a way to quit i quit one day just by the click of the fingers and i'm just over three years clean and in the past three years i've found my true self um i finally need to face emotion instead of hiding away through the uh through the escapism through drugs um and i'm creating my my own nutrition business and coaching business going forward and I'm in a great place. Fantastic. Thank, well, thank you very much for kind of sharing all that, um, you know, your personal story. And it's true, truly, you know, inspirational, really, of um, how, how you've, you know, developed and sharing that with us. So, yeah, thank you, John. Um, so, obviously, you, you mentioned about kicking it, um, kicking the sort of the, the drug habit. Um, how would you say you, you managed to do that? Um, three years ago and congratulations by the way thank you appreciate that yeah well um i went to 
uh, if we, if uh, as people heard of Tony Robbins, um, great man, he does these big events called UPW. Um, and I was at it, I can't remember the reason why I went, I can't remember much about going there beforehand because I was actually off the face, I've been up for three days at this point, and I was in Manchester on Friday afternoon at about one o'clock, and uh, I'd had my last line of cocaine in the toilet, and then I was in the in this free UP this free UPW event to buy tickets for the UPW. And um didn't have a have any money, you know what I mean? Couldn't have bought a ticket. So uh so a, a gentleman called Alan Clenhans, good friend now, um he uh he asked me if I'd like to stand up and tell the audience why I'm here. Um sorry, he, he sorry, let me say that again. He asked if anybody would like to stand up in front of the in front of 350 people in the room and say why they're here for the day. So I was absolutely off my rocker. Um, I hadn't slept for three days. Uh, I I put my hand up. Well, somebody put my hand up subconsciously. Um, and then I stood up in front of 350 people after being chosen second and said that I'm a cocaine addict. I'm off my head now and I want to stop. And I stopped that day. Um, but in the process of giving up, sorry, in the process of that day, my best mate phoned me out of the blue and said uh, he would pay for my ticket. So at the end of that day, I'd quit cocaine and I had my, my ticket to, UP, to UPW. And that was the, the one day of what completely turned my life around upside down, whichever way you want to say it. And it was a life-changing experience of whatever changed to me, whatever flipped that switch that day. From, being, from spending £1,500 a week on cocaine at that point on average, um, she was going completely nothing was yeah was something that went on in my mind which is still it's still so hard to explain because it's it's unheard of in in just to be able to just snap a habit like that so especially when I'm so serious oh well um again congratulations and um obviously it's been uh that that's a uh, big it sounds like it's a big turning moment um in your life at that event um did you feel like the obviously you weren't hundred percent sure why your hand went off or anything like that. But did you feel like there was a change to your your sort of your mindset or how you felt from kind of being in that environment at the time a little bit and being surrounded by the people? I think I think it was I think it's because I actually finally admitted it. And because I'd actually had the admittance of Right, I'm actually saying this instead of just being in the stuck in the same habit of the same past thoughts. I've been given that opportunity to put myself in a massively uncomfortable position of standing up in front of a room full of 350 people. I couldn't even speak to the person next to me, so I was out of my head. And um, and because I actually something in there has said it's your time or whatever, I don't know. It's completely changed the outlook of, hang on a minute, I'm stood in front of 350 people telling them, I'm admitting that I'm doing it, when, <laughs> when for years I was a liar. I mean, I was a thief, drug addict, you mean, always, always levered. People, people didn't know because you couldn't tell I was because I was just on it. It was my persona how it was. So I think that day was the opportunity to just stand up in front of a room full of strangers and say it. And that was, that was just the turning point of, so I remember leaving there that day and it's just like, I just, I'm, I'm never ever going to do it again. Um. And had you, that's obviously a very, 
courageous thing to do for you to just like stand up and admit it um, in that moment. Had you had you done anything that big before, like as courageous as that? No, because it was always drugs. So it was always hiding from emotion instead of admitting it. So when you feel that when you do get past um, uh, significant emotional events, like I did do, well, several, you mean, I've, I lost my mom, I got hit by a lorry, a uh, divorce, which I blame myself for subconsciously. Um, I mean, all stuff like that before the age of, you know, 19 years old, it was, it was sort of like to be able to stand up and sort of say an admittance, it's just like, just like just something just been taken, taken away from me. And I just didn't feel the urge and the pull and the negative pull and the and the habit. It just just left me. And people said after three or four days, I was like, no, I don't want it. And then after it took me seven months to really start to actually have my proper come down. It took me seven months of feeling feeling dreadful and feeling horrible. Of I wouldn't say actually fighting the addiction, but seven months of actually realizing the person that I can be and the person I'm becoming. And before before you you kick that, how how did you feel about yourself as in, as a person before you kick the addiction? Um, just very low self esteem, so completely the opposite uh, to what I am now. I mean, liar, um, thief. Uh, didn't really care what I care what I cared a lot about what people thought. But that's why I have behind the drugs. And that's what you do. You think about, you think everybody's thinking about you and they're not. And then I'm always paranoid. Um, no real, I used to, I used to work long nights on motorways. Um, 13 years of work for nights on motorways. I used to do 12 on two off, 12 nights on two days off, 12, 10 to 12 hour shifts. And I used to be out on the motorway working, uh, absolutely wired putting cones out in front of trucks and stuff. And then I get home, um, stand in my kitchen all day, keep on sniffing and then just go, right, go and have a quick wash, go back to work again. And then do that for three, four, five days at a time. And I've tried to run away from it. I've you know, moved down to Watford. I've done bits of traveling, but I realized it was always trying to run away from something. And the day that I quit was the day that I'm actually just realizing now um, was the day that I actually faced everything that I'd never been able to do before. And that's what is the hardest for people facing up to what they, they hate most. So, and that's why people drink, that's why people take drugs and stuff to hide, to, to remove the emotion. Okay. So that's, you know, that sounds um, like you definitely had a, um, it's definitely a bit of a challenging time for you before you kick that. And after you, you said about admitting, um, and it being open to a big group of people, which is a massive thing to do. How did, did you find a new sense of respect for yourself a little bit after that moment? After that, yes, in that come down moment as well, over those yeah. months. How it actually happened on the day was at the end of the, at the end of the, um, of the two hour free sort of little seminar. Um, I had no money for a ticket. Um, I spoke to a couple of people because everybody, people come up to me saying you're a massive inspiration. And I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a fucking junkie. I mean, I'm, I'm not this and that. And I actually left the building first, 
with my head in my hands because I couldn't afford a ticket. And then I went and got into my, my old Peugeot, D-Rage Peugeot, drove off, and then my best mate phoned me and said, listen, I had a feeling I should phone you. And he rang me and he said, stick you on my credit card and pay for the ticket. So that's when the lift came as well sort of thing. So I pretty much, I think I was going down, I can't remember the name of the road, part of my road, and I may just amrate it and just turn around. Um, went and parked back in the spot that I did do. It was at the Renaissance uh, Hotel in Manchester. Um, went and parked back in the spot, ran back in there and got my ticket. And that was just like, I'd never really followed Tony Robbins before. Didn't really know anything about him. But then it was like, that was the day that changed my life with meeting the likes of Alan. And, you know what I mean, showing that, because my best mate Twiggy was the first person who I met when I moved up to Manchester as well. So he was um, he was a catalyst in my life as well. So for him to do that was like, it's about time you stop letting people down and start actually proving who you are. But then on the opposite side of it, I believe that I was dealt this hand to be able to have the time of doing that and then coming out coming out of it the other side to help others and move it, you know, from from strength to strength away from habits and addictions. Awesome and. After the after the kind of the seven months of your your sort of like your come down, um, was that when you started to get into more exercise and better better care of your your sort of nutrition? Definitely with the nutrition after after seven months because um, inflammation is a silent killer. Um, there's a lot of things that inflame, inflame your body, inflame your joints. Um, you get inflammation all over. So because of the amount of drug taking I was doing, um, I was I was probably four stone heavier than I am now. Um, so with this, I already had a good knowledge of nutrition because my brother was a competition bodybuilder when I was younger. Um, so I had a good knowledge through that as well. So I always had someone to look up to and help with that. Um, and I used to always... I've always been one for doing assault courses. I mean, I've done, I've done four-day benders, stayed up all night, and I've gone down an assault course on the Sunday morning, but I only sleep for four days. So I've always sort of kept myself more strong in the mind to say that nothing will ever beat me. So with it all, um, with the knowledge that I've had, from being in a lockdown mind through drug taking, so you... I mean, you, there's no movement in your pineal gland. There's no serotonin levels going. Uh, you know, re, um, being released to the true levels it can. Um, it's all cortisol and, you know I mean, all, all basically um, stress and depression. Um, so when I actually came out of it, the stuff that I did know already came alive because my brain was alive. And all of a sudden, my brain turned into a sponge that, that most 16-year-olds have. You know what I mean? When you're actually starting to go to school and you're starting to learn everything. I never really did that because I hid from it from when I was, you know, since 11 years old smoking cannabis. So when I came, it was just like, something switched on here and my life just started to change around. Peer groups started to change, started to meet people like yourself and my world just started to open up. I mean, I will always be best mates and they'll always be my best mate, but my world has opened up to just something so much, much more and being able to learn. So with the nutrition, I've, I've sort of, I've brought it into my own because it was something that I've always known about. And I think that's what's kept me alive. Awesome. So your, your nutrition now, do you tell us a little bit about um, 
what what you do for now in terms of your your nutrition uh business you're sort of building up right what i'm doing now um i actually i left my job in two years two years ago and i had a go of building a nutrition business and it all went a bit wrong so i had a, an amazing lesson in what not to do so i went back to the drawing board and i've started again and i'm in the process of setting up a an affiliate business um through nutrition it's going to be like a nutritional supermarket where it's going to have information on there just the best ways to keep you healthy just from in general of just that you can do simply in your general day life that doesn't really cost very much um and then there's going to be links to some of the best companies um out there which i'm working with closely at the moment um to bring you an option of anything that you have in your cupboards every day you can get it through my site especially through through the good nutrition instead of the stuff that's got the full of refined sugars and uh, other things that you get in supermarkets so i'm just sort of trying to set myself up a um an, a nutritional site that's a supermarket for the mind and the body so you can buy your products and you can read up on the information which i've learned which i will be sharing with you so yeah so i'd say it's going to be yeah a supermarket for nutrition really awesome then there's lots of um lots of good um supplements aren't there to definitely um get people in and we sometimes i know things like kind of for me as a, a vegan personally sometimes miss out on things like um vitamin d or vitamin b12 but actually getting yeah. a supplement that gives me that and actually if i'm missing out on that that can cause you if you're missing too much to have things like being feeling down maybe a little bit depressed um yeah. it can trigger it can trigger your mood so certainly definitely agree with all the the supplement you know things that are out there um obviously yeah. vegan ones um <laughs> that's out mm. there so um no that's fantastic it, did you notice a when you've kind of been obviously we're allowed tr everyone's you know it's good to get treats in now and then we you know we've had a drink together people have drinks all that treat themselves certain days um when you're kind of generally eating really well do you mm. do you feel a massive kind of difference in yourself and how you feel about yourself giant giant difference yeah you feel it's the vibrance to feel about yourself it's clear mind it's the no fogginess it's the it's the not thinking back of why why did i do that or this, you haven't actually got the guilt of because a lot of it's habit based from actually sometimes you'll be in a supermarket and you'll put stuff in your trolley through pure habit when you don't even realize you've done it sometimes um so it's it's the whole thing of when you do start to notice what you're buying and you start to begin to eat a lot healthier um, and you start to feel the, the, the vibrance, the vitality, the health from it, the more energy, um, you can tell the difference. I mean, I'm, I'm really good with my, I have lemon water every day. I have a cold shower every day. I try and eat veg most, I wouldn't say every day, but most of the week. Um, and I exercise a lot. And that concoction of doing that and sticking to stuff like that, it's I've not been to a doctor's for probably five or six years. I haven't had a pharmaceutical drug since I last went to the doctor's because I got addicted to Tremadol once. And uh, and yeah, so uh, so after that, I had the last one. I said, I'm never going to touch a pharmaceutical drug again. And now I believe that there is, in new nutrition is is the um what am i trying to think of here um nutrition is 
no, I've completely lost my, lost my head. I'll go back to that one. So, <laughs> I, I, I was going to kind of um, touch on that um, nutrition for me. What I certainly learned, and I, I think you were you were covering it there a little bit is often the view is nutrition is just connected with your physical, you know, state in terms of your body and perhaps your energy. But I've certainly experienced and probably agree that it can be your mental focus it can affect your mental focus on tasks as well and actually your emotions as well how you're feeling about yourself as we were just talking about um yeah but mentally when you're kind of we've all got the problem is we've all got different kind of sensitivities um and things like that but certainly i've, I've noticed a pattern in terms of keeping a, a kind of like journal entry of okay i felt like this after i've had that and mm. um so yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's where you <laughs> if you were going to go down a little bit. Yeah, it's sort of like because I, I believe that when I'm when I'm on sort of when I'm feeling good with the nutrition and everything, my mental focus is a lot longer. I'll find that if I've had the refined sugars or I've had too much caffeine or anything like that, you'll be you'll be focusing on your work, but then your mind will be like, oh, you just need to go and wash the dishes. Or you just need to go and do this because your mental focus won't be truly on, on the task meant to, meant to be. So you'll wonder. But I've found that when I am eating nutrition and I'm having the right amount that my body needs, then you're like, right, well, you can focus on something a lot better. And when you focus on something a lot better, it draws away pro procrastination. Procrastination can, to, can lead to stress, which can lead to depression because you're not doing the actual task mm -hmm. in hand that you're supposed to do. So... Yeah, it does take a lot down the mental and focus side. Yeah, the mental focus side. Yeah, def definitely. I, I really liked how you, you made the link there and kind of how it can have a knock on from just what you're eating. Uh, you wouldn't have thought it's such a yeah. consequence, but then it can trigger off things, of course, um, not just yeah. physically. I mean, I, I kind of just, one thing just I remember to kind of share with people now is I, I'd, I'd say about a couple of months back, I had a bit of a, a kind of setback, a bit of a struggle. Um, and I was eating really, really well, like on top of my nutrition, really exercising well. And the thing would usually knock me off, like completely off my feet. And I, you know, probably been struggling. But the fact mm. I was on a top vegan program, I was exercising. I was just full of energy. I remember going to the gym twice in one day. Yeah, I've got this mm. thing troubling in my mind just because I was on top of my nutrition and fitness. Now, obviously, there are mental things like, you know, journaling and then talking it over as someone that I did as well. But that did play a massive impact. So, um, yeah, totally, totally relate to what you're saying about um, that one there, John. Yeah. 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 Wow. The, um, the other thing I, was, I know you do a little bit of um, we, well, we've done a little bit together of kind of like breathing and the Wim Hof thing. So, yeah. Do you find kind of practicing your your breathing helps kind of your your mental state as well a lot? <laughs> yeah, because um, believe it or not, people don't know how to breathe. Um, <laughs> I say this to quite a lot of people, but people don't know how to breathe. They shallow breathe, and then they wonder why they feel like this, and they're not feeling. They're not feeling yes. So even something so simple like. Make sure you sit down if you're going to do this, but take 10 deep breaths. We rise shut. After three, I'm starting to get a head rush because I must be shallow breathing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so sit down, take 10 deep breaths, and then 
when you open your eyes have a look around and the room will change color so that will show that your brain isn't getting enough oxygen if or when the room changes color so i'm with breathing techniques is one of the first things I actually started to learn about when I became, when I came sober, it was a Dan Brulé's Just Breathe that I read. Absolutely amazing book. Um, and started feeling that, you know, realizing the importance of conscious breathing. Because when you are, when you are focused on your breath, you are conscious, you are living in the now. And now is the, is the only time. So with it, if you start to focus on your breath, you start to concentrate on your breath more and do good, good belly breathing or diaphragmic, I can never say that word, diaphragmic breathing. That's pretty um, good effort. Yeah, so, <laughs> and then you will start to think and you will start to feel more, you know, a lot better. You will start to stay focused. You'll start to be able to get work done quicker. You'll be able to just, it's, there's massive benefits. So I say that strongly that people don't know how to breathe and it is worth looking into it and learning um, because it makes a massive difference. And it's one of the things, I mean, you, you can't live without breathing. So the better you can breathe and the deeper you do your breathing, the more conscious you do the breathing, you will feel, yeah. Take a deep breath for that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> mm. Loving, yeah, loving the demonstration. And uh, definitely something I've heard um, Jay Shetty, um, the big in the personal development world, talk about as well when he, um, he used to be a monk. And that's one of the first things they taught them, apparently, uh, when yeah. they joined, joined as a monk. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that's quite interesting. Or, um, or sorry, quickly, just one thing, or box breathing as well. Um, in for five seconds, hold for five seconds, out for five seconds, hold for five seconds. Do that circular. Do that for five minutes and your, and your concentration will improve massively. So if you're in work at two o'clock in the afternoon, your circadian rhythm, which is your sleeping pattern and stuff, you might start to feel a little bit tired. That is all natural. If you can't go to sleep in your office, do some box breathing and it'll, you'll get a new release of energy. No, that's uh yeah that's that's good advice because i think we all um i think we all get a bit uh sluggish sometimes in the afternoon or uh certainly a bit tired and in terms of if someone you know they're having a bad day or something bad happens to them in the day um would you also advise them to do a similar practice in the breathing as well breathe breathing definitely breathing and become conscious because if something bad's happened that day the minute it's happened it's in the past so it's an actual, it's just an event that you're putting an emotion to. So if you remove the emotion through becoming conscious through breathing, then you'll actually realize that the event is just the event and you can remove the emotion. So it's not too bad. You can move on from it and turn it actually into something positive because you can become conscious and you're aware of it instead of letting that maybe that one little negative event control the rest of your day and it might go into the next day the following week so if you control it with your breathing there and then become conscious and say right i'm not going to let that have a hold of me i'm not going to let that have an effect on me good deep breathing and you'll snap out of it oh because once again oxygen to your brain awesome <laughs> love it and that definitely um definitely can calm you i, I suppose in today's world when we're we, we're triggered quite easily by many many things um Especially, especially all the stuff we see on the well, I don't watch yeah. it like you <laughs> on the news. But, yeah, um, we'll just, the just things everything that's going. On. <laughs> it's, it's it's people's opinions that get to people more than because people feel that they can't have their own opinion, and you you need to follow what everything else is doing. Um, and but if you 
voice your own opinion, have your own opinion and be your true self, then life is just, you know, just so much, so much more colorful. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, advise that to, um, everyone listening or watching <clears throat> to this. Um, certainly, um, uh, in, in terms of trying to improve your self-esteem and confidence, but I think kind of what you've, you've talked for as well with the nutrition, um, it would be really, really useful. Of course, the, um, well, invaluable. And then of course the breathing as well. Um, these are, these are just kind of things, um, that are part of self-care. And I always teach people that self-care is self-love in terms of looking after yourself the right way, because you're treating yourself in that way. So, um, I, I know you, you certainly, uh, express to us today that you you feel like you look after yourself really well now as opposed to before that defining moment at the uh, UPW so uh, thanks for that John are, are there any as we sort of like wrap up are there in terms of nutrition perhaps mm. if you had maybe your top three to five tips you'd advise people to do in terms of their nutrition yeah, top uh, top things in nutrition. Um, yeah, my top five would be definitely drink lemon water every day. Uh, large doses of vitamin C. Um, you won't get common colds. You you will be you won't be susceptible to flu or anything else that's going on at the moment. Um, and your immune system will become bulletproof. Um, along with that, uh, cold showers every day. Um, I I. I have a magnesium salt bath every day, uh, followed by a cold shower. Um, and that helps uh, kickstart your lymphatic system, your lymph nodes, and you've got more lymph lymph in your body than you have blood. And it's the lymph that carries the toxins out of your body. So if you have a cold shower and kickstart those lymph nodes, you're going to drain a lot more lymph than if you don't do it. So you're going to live forever. You will be bulletproof. Um, that was only two, wasn't it? Uh, what the rest no, of them? Three, actually. Uh, you talked oh, about drinking some lemon water, some uh, your vitamin C intake, and then the cold showers. Um, yeah, sound. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, and then um, have uh, what can I say? Get a good vitamin D supplement when the when the summer months between uh, toward the end of October and April. Um, get a good vitamin D supplement because you don't get enough vitamin D. 95% uh, of the population are vitamin D deficient. Um, you can get vitamin D out of mushrooms, and you, if you leave mushrooms on the side, um, in the sun, or out, you know, in the sun for like 20 before you eat them, they will actually get stronger in vitamin D. There's a little tip for you. Um, and number five, I've got so many. Um, my mind's just all over the show. Number five will be one for your mind. Um, always speak good of yourself. Never ever speak bad of yourself because your thoughts are things. So, and how you think is what you become. So, always speak good about yourself. Always think about the future. Don't think about the mundane past. Think about how exciting that tomorrow can be instead of what went on that day, and your life will start to change dramatically. So, yeah. Brilliant. That's, that's give you 500 more if you want. Well, uh, no, those those are certainly useful. The cold showers was a useful one to me because I kind of stopped doing it for a bit. So, Johnny, yeah, get well, back on the cold the showers. Yeah. yeah, I did jump in the... We did go in the, uh, the cold sea. Uh, yeah, we're in, in the Newcastle. North Sea swimming. Yeah. <laughs> Seven o'clock in the morning. Oh. <laughs> that won't be up, uh, certainly. So, John, I really appreciate you being on here today. So, thanks thanks very much for sharing all your kind of knowledge and your, your story, obviously. Um, Thank you. 
if um if kind of listeners and the watchers want to find anything else about nutrition or kind of from you is there is there anywhere you you direct them to yeah i've got my nutrition website which i'm actually upgrading at the moment so by what what month are we are no way we're in the middle of october i didn't even know that sorry i don't live on didn't live on time or dates it's <laughs> the only the important time is now um by the 31st of october not if not even earlier than that my website will be fully updated jbsnutrition.com um to how i want it um so you get me there or you can email me on jbsnutrition at gmail.com so yeah and i'm available on both if you'd like to ask any questions or um, want to know more about my my site fantastic i will include them in the uh the details of this episode as well so people can just see it there as well um as well so yeah thank you for your time john it's been great chatting to you thank you johnny great chatting brother and uh, yeah it was a pleasure to be on your show mate thank you thank you